Hello, George. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> Hello, Ollie. How are you? I'm sniff, sniff, sniff. A little bit under the weather today and yesterday. So please call me brave. Oh God, I forgot about how brave you are. Yeah. That was that was um that's throwing it back. Um, oh God, that was... that's a throwback. If you're listening, guys, check out the archive. A lot of fun. <laughs> Um, uh, an awful lot of fun. Awful lot of fun. Today, my word, there's a lot of fun to be had. Oh, you got to catch up. Episodes. And a lot of what we talk yeah. about may make no sense unless you are fully invested. So, yeah. uh, either Strap get in. stuck in or get out. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit. Uh, I, th- I, I think I've just got a general sort of stuffed up cold vibes. But of course, mm. I've had periods of convincing myself that it's covid and that i have infected all my family everyone i love um so that's been fun to just have frequent trips upstairs to check my temperature and like okay still not got a fever still not and it's been a good excuse to eat a lot because like oh i've still got that sense of taste um but yeah i mean i I don't have any of the it's mostly my nose and my ears all blocked up so it's none of the throat vibes so i think it's just Mm. when you're a jet setter like me living in the sunny atmosphere of barcelona spain and you come back to let's just say it's a little bit chilly around these parts um wow it's a shock to the system cough cough sniff sniff splutter splutter um Yesterday, it, not once in the southeast of England, this is, did the um, mist rise. I it know. was just fog. I know. Th- and not just like a little bit. It was, I went for a little stroll and it was quite eerie. Yeah, it was, uh, it was horror movie vibes. Uh, and in fact, so, um, oh, no, let's get into that in a bit. I was going to talk about some uh, Christmas antics because, of course, oh, we're recording this. Oh, goodness gracious horror. me. You know, just past Christmas. Well, um, the the gorgeous public will be listening to this in the year 2021. Um, fuck. Yeah, I know. It feels bad in a way, but also good to say that. Yeah. Um, Automated cars, hoverboards. Oh, God, the things that you'll see in 2021, such as yeah. hopefully that James Bond film that was supposed to come out, for, you know, in 2020. I've been absolutely screaming at my telly slash really? local cinema. Really? I've never had you down as a Bond Bond fan. I'm, well, I mean, I'm one of those people. You're a Daniel that, Craig fan. Anything he does. Uh, sorry, as, as my girlfriend calls him, Daniel Craig. As every American calls him, Daniel Craig. C R E G G. Craig. Mm. Graham Norton is another one. Graham Norton. Mm. I mean, listen, mm. if you're if you're listening, any Americans out there, change the way you speak. Okay, it's <laughs> not on. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, hey. Um, so, yeah, I've never had you down as a Bond fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of those people that I'll, I'll go and see every Bond and uh, and probably not really enjoy it, but I still get excited when it comes out. Because when I was young, I had a real spy face. <laughs> where I, yeah, but that's quite common. Yeah. I, I mean, I had, um, uh, I had a lot of... Sp- gadgets that like were sold to me as if you know like mi mi6 would definitely use this and it's a pen that can record very low quality five second recording and then play it back to you out loud 
That's very cool. I had those. I was when you said spy gear, I was thinking about those. Do you remember as a kid those kind of Swiss Army binoculars that were like you could fold them out and you could yes. have just a magnifying glass yeah. or, or binoculars or a telescope? Yeah, like, well, that's what all the all the world's super spies use. This small plastic thing <laughs> that you fold out and then you can magnify it by like 0.5 times. Yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. There's a home video of. Uh, of my family on Christmas Day one year where and me and my dad were talking about it this year where I had asked for a remote control car and uh, I'd been given an remote control car. Oh, yes. And uh, I um, was out the back of the houses like where the garages were. In my element, I can still, the, the footage, I've got this little blue hat on, very, very snugly from day one. Yeah. And I'm just, the beam, it's just joy, isn't it? And then round the corner, comes this monster truck remote control car mm. and Tom Anderson uh, had be also been given a remote control car that in the footage, bless me, I don't clock for a second that there might be a difference mm. in, I don't know, quality, build, of, build quality, uh, price range. Mm -hmm. And we just zoom around with these little cars in the video, but mine, it was a, you know, a Hot Wheels. I essentially had to push it along. Um, while this essentially, he might have even needed a license to drive his so I'll have to but uh, this is the, the, reach out to him this is the beauty of, of youth that you, oh. you, you were free you were just enjoying the thing that was in front of you I'm currently reading a book that I got for Christmas which is about how we can learn about the meaning of life from how cats live and a lot of it is just about how you ex accepting your reality and happiness comes from uh, how not no expectations on put on future past etc which we've talked about George and it sounds mm. like you with your car there you didn't also, have any no other hangups there's n there's no like oh you know wanting what the other person that's had that's what I mean yeah like, hey look what we've both got a remote control car dude how yeah. cool is that. Tom oh, Anderson was bless. probably thinking, look at this schmuck. <laughs> yeah. God, that's cute. Oh, cute. Cute kid. <laughs> Let me know when you upgrade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think if Mary had a leather jacket and a fag yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, my, I was talking to my mum about a uh, home video of, of Christmas 97, I believe, um, oh. where I got a pretty amazing present, I have to say. It was a fully silver buzz light yeah uh not oh. not sterling silver i should say but <laughs> smelting <laughs> precious fucking heavy heavy up. as fuck hey, you can see me picking up this wrapped thing and dropping it on my foot yeah and, a, and a, there's a lot of pressure put on the fact you know a lot of stress on the fact no other kid will have this son no, this, is yours, no, this, yours is, this is custom this is bespoke yeah no but it was like just a sort of a buzz with a reflective silver paint oh, on i remember the one yeah it was i mean I, I i looked it up on ebay some guy's trying to sell his pristine one for 600 quid and do you know what the worst what? part is i'm thinking about it well here we go right so i was like uh, earlier on in the year i moved a little a few boxes down to a little studio space i have um and i had taken my buzz and my woody toys and Aww. i didn't um didn't think but they got them out of the box and they're knackered and but they're loved yeah. right so th th but i was thinking ah oh, 
I wonder, if I just go online, can you buy them from our era? Because the ones now, I don't recognise them. Okay, mm. they're, you know, obviously one's an astronaut and one's a cowboy still, but they're, they're different. They've got the Bluetooth these days, they're Wi-Fi enabled, they're yeah. smart toys. They're smart toys. Yeah, they are. And I just, but they don't come cheap for that original... Yeah. But I mean, yours, as you said, yours are loved. I mean, I don't know if you can, you certainly can't buy the, they may be, I've got uh, three woodies that are like my main woodies over the years. And one of them is known by my whole family as Headless Woody, because guess what? He lost his head. (laughs) And... I, it, That's very sit of you. It, not on purpose, but just, you yeah. know, well, you know, in Toy Story 2, Andy accidentally tears Woody's arm. It was oh, something yeah. like, it was a bit like that. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, I was upset, but I didn't get rid of it. I just still played with Woody and I was just like, yeah, he's just headless, Woody. He's fine. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. if you actually think about it, if he was, if he, when I left the room, he kept, comes to life and his head's gone and he's grasping at this empty air where his head once was it's pretty <laughs> horrifying but um but you know i loved it i still love him i still got him and if i could have a pristine one from back then i don't know i don't want to be at a bit i don't want to be very al's toy barn kind of, about this well I, I i was thinking more um and maybe we might just disagree with this but i would i would love just like the box fresh in the box there they are collector's edition you know, so, i mean have you seen beautiful. toy story 2 you know the message of toy story 2 you are literally the villain yeah 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 but it's uh there's just the ones i've got there and woody's lost his pull you know, so there's no more snakes in his boots. Unless there is, and it's just an inner monologue. He can't... Yeah, he's, he's, desperate, he's, he's screaming. Good. It's like locked oh! in, whatever that <laughs> thing's called, where you can't speak. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe he's having really long night terrors. Oh, yeah. God. Woody! Sorry, Woody. Sorry. Um, uh, I've been... Wa- um, Ollie, do you mind if I take the floor and bring you up to speed you are essentially up to speed but i feel as if it's a yeah we should it's a set, it's... chapter in my life that the listeners should hear about absolutely um, uh, tell me about your one very interesting christmas <laughs> <laughs> so it was two nights before christmas day um so i woke up on the 23rd and i woke up and listeners will be pleased to hear I had a morning shower. And oh, um, good. kind of yeah. <laughs> halfway through the shower, the hot water ran out and you I could feel it getting cold and that's not usual that's not a feature of the shower. So I thought, oh, just I guess I'm wired to see the good in people and I didn't I wasn't angry with the boiler. I just thought, well, maybe he had a tough night. I don't know, did I was it particularly free spirited with the hot water washing up yeah, last you might night? Have put some strain know, on it. It's probably my fault, is what I thought. And it's absolutely fine. But, I've, you know, I've done what I need to do. I, I'm just going to jump out. So uh, Very Wim Hof of you. That. Well, no, 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 no. Well, I turned the... I didn't want the cold shower. I turned it off. <laughs> but I had no suds. You know, my hair was washed, all of this jazz. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I leave and I think nothing of it. Then Christmas Eve, that's the 24th of December. Oh, thank you. I, uh, no worries, dude. Um, I, I woke up. Went to the shower, turned it on. Ooh, put my foot on it. I was like, oh, that's easy. Ah, Not just ooh. cold. I was like, ah, so hot, so cold it burned. I was like, oh, God. And then instantly the realisation Cold hit me terror. Like a sack of shit, yeah. I just thought, oh, no. When 
the shower went cold yesterday. That was a that was sign. actually you running out of hot water, and um, now so I've I've moved uh, to this village, and um, like now you will only know this, I think, if you know it. If you don't, if you, you, don't if you know live it, in it a village, you out. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't know it until I moved here, and it still puzzles me. I you mean, know, it's still like whoa, it's still novel. Yeah. Um. So the village we rely on oil for our heating and hot water. Um, oh, that's another thing. So I should say, once realising the shower was cold, <laughs> uh, my radiator's bone cold. They're just cast iron, freezing pieces of metal. Mm-hmm. Useless, so like, useless okay. cold pieces of metal. Yeah. So Much like um, my silver oh, okay. buzz light. Sorry. <laughs> so, but there's a little... So we rely on oil. And each house uh, in the village has a tank in their garden. They're plastic, large tanks. Mine holds a thousand litres of oil and you have to make sure that that's filled up to feed the boiler, to feed the radiators, to feed the hot taps. Okay. Um, archaic uh, or traditional? Yeah, take, take your pick, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want, do you, so, you want to know what I think? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, on. fuck it, hell. Get with it, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I think to myself, right, so now I should let you all know um, there is a gizmo you can buy on Amazon where you have a receiver that you plug into a, uh, just a socket in the house and then there's a widget that kind of sits in the tank and when it gets I too low, this. it will beep and tell you and there's, there's nine bars on this little screen on this thing that plugs into the socket and it's been reading six. I check it regularly because I'm new to the village and I want to make a fool of myself. Remember, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> So, six bars. I right, love this fine. gizmo, I mean, gadget, oh, g- yeah, widget, yeah. all this. I love this sort of stuff. I'm, I, this is, a, this is for me, a happy story. Well, if, if it makes me very happy because I'm able to say technology is <laughs> shit. Because, so I rang, rang a plumber. I'm on the phone to him. He says, right, take the front of the boiler off. What can you see? Press this, try that. Go around to the tank. Okay, cool. I'm looking at that. I'm going to the house. It's fucking Baltic. So luckily, the heating, not so much of an issue. I have a log burner. I stack that up. I get it roaring. Um, but it's my first time really letting it really Oh, really go, cranking really it up. And you're not supposed to do that on your first time with it because there's like certain glues and stuff that have been used in it. So then I open the door and this smoke bellowed out. And so I'm on the phone to a plumber, the um, smoke alarm's going off, it's the loudest thing I've ever heard, so then I say to him, mate, I'm really sorry, I'm going to have to ring you back in a second, hang that up, open the doors, waft in the tea towel, blah, 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 blah. Christmas fucking Eve, blah, 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 blah. Shut, the, shut the fire door, put on another layer, get back outside, okay, I'm, you know, tapping the boiler with my foot, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So then he said, have you checked your oil? Don't worry about it, mate. I've got the gizmo. Yeah, Six widget. bars. That's fine. We can, we can get rid of that. That's fine. He said, I'd recommend ringing an oil specialist, oil boiler specialist. So I'm on the phone to a new dude. Bless them. They've both picked up on Christmas Eve. Thank you very much. He says, go and stick something in the tank and see how much oil you've got. Because when you look in it, you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. So I wrap a uh, broom handle with some masking <laughs> tape. Um, and dip it in uh, and it comes out and I'm a bit like oh I can't really tell I mean it stinks but I can't tell where it went up to <laughs> and I ring him again he said right have you, got a, have you got a bright torch I said yes he said stick it in the top of there and tell me is the oil below the pipe that feeds it to the boiler 
Yes. So then, there's no way around this. The, the fact is, the tank is empty. It's Christmas Technology Eve. has there's failed you. an emergency you. fuel supplier, right? So I ring them. They're open. They pick up. I'm ever so sorry, but because of COVID, you can't come and pick up emergency boxes mm -hmm. of fuel. Okay, cool. When can I put an order in for? The 20... What is it today? Ninth. 29th. Yes, they said 29th is the next time we'll be delivering. <sighs> so I said, that's absolutely fine. Can I get an emergency 160 litres? So that's eight boxes of 20 litres that I will have to fill it up with. They have very kindly given me a window of 8 a.m. to oh, 8 p.m. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sat here, baited breath. I'm just, when are they going to get here? Now, the issue we have, and I'm ever so sorry to... Ollie, you and the listeners, if this story is no, going, no, no. the issue is... I'm loving this Jeff Ezra if, Christmas if, special, Only Fools and Horses. Oh, man. Yeah, and at one point, my neighbour came out and was like, oh, you've run out? And I was like, yeah. And she, and she said, oh, that happened to you last year, didn't it? And that was when I just moved in and was just getting... So the reason that this is embarrassing is because it's such poor village yeah. etiquette. Like, there's no one to be blamed but yourself. And I can blame fucking... Gizmo that hasn't been. Did you check the reviews on Amazon? Well, the boiler man said that actually you're supposed to um, what do you call it? Calibrate it. Okay, calibrate so wow, wow, wow! The finger comes <laughs> back to Mr. Jeff Ezra. Yeah, I know, I know. So I ring this company, 29th of December. Okay, cool. A friend of mine just outside the village very kindly said we have a 20 liter emergency thing that doesn't even touch the sides. <laughs> Um, the issue now is that the system has been sucking in air, so there's a good chance I can have something called an oh, air gosh. block, which then is a whole operation of getting someone round. And, so have you, you know, showered of, since all the 24th? Right. So is the house fucking freezing? Yes. <laughs> Do I have any hot water? No. Right? And I'm aware, in the grand scheme of things, it's all right. It's been five days or so. It's fine. And I've got the log burner, so that's been getting toasty. Um... My dad's girlfriend very kindly lent me this fucking whizzing bit of technology, actually. Technology redeeming itself. It's like this heated Dyson fan. Oh, yeah. And it's just techers. I love it. And it's in my bedroom, then it's warm at night. God, it's um, just techers. And, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, oh, yeah, so... And to Les Dyson, I'm oh. such a fan of you and your ethos. Uh, okay, so well, I'd like to just much. come in and say, uh, great uh, inventions, don't agree with you about Brexit. See you later, man. Oh, I just, okay. Uh, I salute you, know, you and I'm, you're I'm, on I'm your way, Les. <laughs> now, you know how you always say you want to live in Tudor times? Tudor. Yes. How do you feel about that after your... Um... Oh, oh, Ollie... <laughs> I just remembered one part of the story that was fucking hell. Oh, fucking oh, hell. It was Bobby. like, you have got to be kidding okay. me. So the day after Boxing Day, so that's the 27th of December, um, I thought, I'm not having this. I, I, all I want is to have a bath, okay? It's like, I'm not seeing anyone. I can't see anyone now. All I want to do is have a bath. So I took my kettle up to the bathroom and plugged it in. Uh, but it was in the same like double socket as the the Dyson heater thing that 
fucking brilliant oh, bit of it's just and I've, they're both plugged in there and i've got two so I, I put the plug in the bath i boil the kettle i fill that up downstairs i've got two pans on the hob with boiling like boiling water on there so then i'm running them up filling that with the bath the kettle da, 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 da. but i went too hard on the kettle i tried to boil it too many times in a row and it tripped the power oh, of not only sake, my only hot water source my only lighting you know, that, the kettle gone but the heater yeah the dyson yeah. heater so then I just collapsed onto my bed and, you know, smite me almighty smite or whatever that... that, that Bruce thing. Almighty. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> whatever that famous um, saying is from Bruce Almighty. And I just thought, God, just wait till the gorgeous... Hear about this. this. It does seem like um, a very cosmic... I mean, have you been good this year? I really have. I feel like I have been. I feel like, do you know what? What a beautiful segue, Ollie. I was also thinking, what a, you know, this is the New Year episode. And it, it got me thinking, like, oh, you and Ollie are going to talk about the year that you've had. And I just felt so, um, oh, what's the word? Oh, um, no, no, oh, no. Sorry. I, no, I just, I felt like there's some things I'd like to talk to you today about of things that I've seen in real time change over the year and, and I'm really happy to say it for the most part really positive things in in myself and the way that I think which is well a I'd thing. love so, to hear so, it hit me well 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 no can I ask you first if you look back on the year you've had a particularly difficult year what does it look like are you able to kind of reach at any happy memories that come to mind you know how do you see the year as a whole I mean I think I've I've got that thing where I'm st I'm it's all I'm a bit too close to it to really uh have some clarity on it and maybe in the coming months or whenever there's if a time that I can properly look back I'll feel differently but it I, I've talked about this idea of lost time or missing out on time in terms of being with friends and family but the flip side of that is that I've had lots of time with my dear sweet rat a and you know a, a real good stress test of a relationship is to force you to spend 24 hours a day seven days a week with your partner during a global pandemic mm. and i'm happy to say i think we've passed this stress test uh, with flying colors um maybe she feels differently but at least on my end um we should get her on, get the, her line. on the line say right uh, i was just wondering <laughs> do you still like me after this year <laughs> um so <laughs> um okay but yeah i i think i'm i'm very sort of i don't know if proud is the word but i'm happy about the way we were able to support one another because uh, of course it's been very difficult for Rae as well she's all her family um, I mean she's with them now in, in the US but for most of the year she was very far away with all this scary news happening and no uh, sense of when things might be normal and so it was a, a challenge for both of us and I think we can both feel very pleased with with um, just the setup we have with you know me and her and Woody, our cat, we've we've weathered this storm, and I couldn't have done it without them. And mm. while I definitely do feel a sense of sadness for how I mean, I keep thinking in my head how I you know I haven't seen my brother this year, I haven't seen you this year, 
this whole year, which mm. is mad to think about. And I know that for other people mm. it will be the same or even worse, of course. So, uh, you know, I feel for everyone who's in that situation. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that despite that very negative thing, on the other side, I've very been very lucky to the person that I have been able to spend so much time with is one of the best rats around. Um, oh, if not the... Yeah, I mean, Remy Ratatouille. It's a tough, yeah. it's a hard bar, a, a high bar to, to reach, yeah. but yeah, pretty damn good. And so I think I, I definitely have been, it's not been a year that I have, I've I've survived rather than thrived, I think, is the phrase I've just come up with for, for what has happened. Yeah. So I haven't pushed uh, myself in any way in any of my pursuits because it was just getting through the day was more important. Yeah, but- I hope you know you can't hold yourself for that. That's completely understandable. I think that's the thing we all relate to this year. Um, How about you? Um, well, one th- just quickly because I feel like for our beloved listeners that have you know been with us from the start or have listened from the beginning, there was at the beginning of the show we were kind of documenting your experience with medication kind of regularly. And this has been the first full year for you to, you know, have a... Are you able to kind of talk about how... Have you seen changes through that? Have you got any thoughts on medication today that you didn't have this time last year? Well, I think... I mean, I've definitely seen changes. I I mean, this would be the kind of thing that would be useful to ask you know anyone that has spent time with me over the last who has seen both versions of me in terms of like my girlfriend for example and my family my mum uh, would probably be able to to tell you that there's quite an extreme difference in the things that I'm able to do without I mean there's still some stress some anxiety but it's night and day it's so different and even this christmas i was thinking because i went for a walk with my mum and so i i still had okay wait i should go back to explain this frequently certainly before i had medication or, or before i was having regular therapy as well i would if i was going on something like a walk i would be really obsessive about how far away i was going to be from home how long it would take mm. and i would map out exactly where we're going and and so i was i was i wasn't enjoying myself and it felt very much like i was on a little track to i would just go to this place and then that's as far as i would go i go back i had no freedom or spontaneity or ability to just enjoy it in the moment and as i went on this walk with my mum this year those thoughts came up and i was but it was very much like you know they just sort of came up I had noticed them and they passed me by and I thought I'm not worrying about that I'm walking I'm talking to my mum who I've not been able to see very much this year come and on so come on and the audience are what <laughs> <laughs> it's Holy. a win for Pat <laughs> so yeah Fuck I mean yeah. definitely there's big things that that have changed and and uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to say it's all because of the medication, but it's a, it's a combo. I've been able to, like we talked about before, the the partnership of medication and therapy, and and just having the worst parts taken down a notch, the worst, most like the um, 
excessive anxiety take it down a notch just gives me space to breathe and try and figure out everything mm. else and and so yeah overall it's been for me a very positive experience and i can't imagine what i would have been like dealing with this year um mm. if i w- had the kind of st- if i was in the state of mind that i have been in you know even just last even the year before and you know obviously you can't uh, i wouldn't want to go back and uh, test it i don't want to uh, mm. compare the results and you can never know but i feel as if i was better equipped to deal with it because of the steps i'd taken to get help i guess well that gets a big old fuck yeah for me oh goodness oh, gracious that, me the jeff ezra fuck yeah <laughs> it's, that's just brilliant to hear Sam. well and also um, uh, maybe i mean i can ask you you remember when you came to visit me in Barcelona uh, last summer or two mm-hmm. summer, I, you know, summer 2019. And it was quite a fraught, at least for me. Um, every, I mean, I wanted to desperately to see you. But every time I was coming to meet you, there was some something, some pressure and anxiety either holding me back or delaying me. Or I would meet you and then I would have to leave or I would have to pace around the block. Mm. And that hasn't happened in a long time. Now, part of that may be that I haven't actually had the opportunity to see anyone, but I feel for myself, I sense that that wouldn't happen now. I would be able to to, to kind of acknowledge those thoughts and feelings. I think so too. I don't know what I've, why it is that I feel that you're right when you say it would be different now but and i don't maybe it's just the way that we talk maybe i do see a difference i don't know it all happens gradually yeah. doesn't it it just reminded me i don't know if we've shared this story on this show but i'd landed and of course before i was even off the plane rang ollie like oh, i'm here i'm here and you're like yeah yeah cool man yeah yeah that's that scene a bit i got a taxi i'm in a taxi dude i'm just going to the airbnb yeah yeah cool and then I was so like fever pitch hyperactivity to see Ollie that you, when you got to the address that I was staying at, just I hang my head over this balcony. Yeah. I was, so I was quite high up and I was on the phone to Ollie and I could see you, but you couldn't see me. And I went, do you like yeah. riddles? And some extra context, <laughs> some extra context as well that Jeff has, le- has left out of this is that uh, I had, you know, I had already got off the metro on the way to meeting him but i don't think i knew that maybe you didn't maybe you didn't know i don't think I, i'm i oh for the love of god i really hope i didn't know that i'd like to think i didn't know well that. okay um, well so let's assume you didn't know that i turn up <laughs> after having this like sort of semi-panic attack on the metro and i turned up at this at this uh, address on google maps where george was staying and i'm looking around and it's like very nondescript everything looks like a shop front rather than a, a, a apartment building or anything my phone rings hmm george and a voice on the other end of the line so do you like riddles and i'm looking around and i can and i start to hear there's laughter coming down the phone but then i start to hear laughter in my real 3d surroundings my the actual physical space i was in and i look up and there's this you were dressed as um your one of your alter egos you had your 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 little hat on and this face is staring down at me and i was going like nice yellow bag (laughs) good choice of footwear (laughs) 
Oh, so no. But this is the thing that I should say is that even if you did know how I was feeling, that is absolutely what I wanted, needed, desired at that moment was just my friend to be a silly boy and drag me out of my own head and into the fun of being with other human beings in the real world. And part of that fun is that God, I love riddles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's in my element. And I'd obviously, I'd, you know, I had that plan. Like, oh, actually, if he's going to come here, well, as soon as I saw the balcony, I was like, oh. That, was, like a, that was a great balcony. <laughs> and we sat on that balcony and you played uh, George oh. and I, other George. I think they were like sea shanties or like pirate songs or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good album. Uh, oh, so, well, happy days. Well, George, you tell me then, when you look back on this year... What are the things that you, what are the kind of conclusions you're able to draw? There's two very clear ones to me. One, and this is what I was thinking about the other day, and it made me very happy to realise. One was uh, a confidence and an ability to talk about what it is I experienced without feeling embarrassed about it as much. And I think that has a a huge part to do with this show. And I think even in earlier episodes, I can hear myself stuttering around it. But the... Obviously, for me, it's this or has been this obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, and the that then passes the baton onto the fact that my experience with those intrusive thoughts is almost night and day today mm-hmm. compared to this date last year. Um, and that, going back to the first point of the confidence, is I also now have more of a confidence in saying well yeah dude it's because you've applied yourself and you've thought you know you've almost every day well it will have been every day you've you've pulled yourself up on it and said well what is this and it's been difficult at times but so beneficial and i I try and like there's a point even in the show where i realized that we were joking about the fact george you need to stop just picking up the phone and saying you're doing all right (laughs) um and it was around the time that the episode went out with how do you cope i did an interview with john and ellis um on another podcast and it was the first time i'd spoken as openly as i had publicly and there's a thing about that of like i don't there's owning the fact that people might hear what you have to say we've had that conversation in different um what is it i'm trying to say um different situations this year me and you have spoken about that of me kind of understanding the fact that people might hear what it is i have to Mm. say um but the, around that same time i don't know exactly when that episode came out on the other show yeah um, i'm not sure i mean it came out because you recorded it pre-lockdown uh mm. in the sort of february march and it then came it came out quite early lockdown Maybe i don't think time. it i think it took a while because i was thinking where on earth is my friend george's episode they've asked uh, him. They've asked him. oh my goodness september 1st pretty late yeah well, so that makes complete sense, actually. Because, and that is, I, I recognize in myself today that I still have intrusive thoughts, but almost, and this is why it's like a muscle, is the best way. I don't know if this is the right way to describe it, you know, but for me, this is the best way to describe it. In my experience, it's like a muscle. And, and each time the thoughts come, my reflex to say, oh, no look where you are, is getting stronger and stronger and quicker and quicker. And so less often do I find myself 48 hours into just an absolute thought binge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
And that's, uh, again, I can't help but feel as if just the regularly talking to you has played a huge part. Well, in it sounds that. um I, I, I mean, you say like the comp you have your you have more confidence to talk about this stuff which also sounds a bit like acceptance but but ollie is it's on a wider scale it's accepted who i that's am that's well that's so what i mean in things like but i used to be far more and i, I still have it a bit self-conscious about you know and I, maybe we all have this to varying degrees but what will people think yeah. i hope i haven't offended anybody da, 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 da. And, and that is more and more, I'm able to go like, you know, there's a there's a difference between offending somebody and somebody not agreeing with mm-hmm. you. That they don't, they those two things are not the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, the chances, George, that you've offended somebody are very slim. And if you truly have, they'll let you know. You know, and also, just and it's meant that even creatively, I've noticed in my writing and in the way I'm approaching producing and everything, there's a lot less. Um, second guessing of our what does this mean for it's it's a really beautiful thing it's a wonderful thing and it's something that i feel very privileged to have come across um is like this yeah this way of thinking and it's a really it's an inspiring thing i think for when i hear other people talk about things is it's like ah but the because you can hear people say like this this doesn't have to last forever and and um whatever you're going through you know you're not bad for feeling that way mm-hmm. all of these things we hear it's it's really hard to believe those things when you're in the middle of them mm-hmm. there, there are times where people had said to me whether they were friends or professionals going like this you know there will be a time where your life doesn't have to be this way and you, you just without even a split second thought you think in your head you just go fuck <laughs> off you know how can the way that my mind's worked for the best part of 27 years not persist mm. um and i still as i said recognize parts of it in myself but it's uh as you said earlier it's a night and day well thing. I, I mean um i'm so happy to hear that and i th- and i know that we've spoken you know privately before don't worry i'm not going to reveal all your secrets but you, the, this, you had some reluctance about being specific about you know OCD pure O you 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 were worried about what it would mean to kind of be on record saying this but it seems like that has actually been a very good thing for you to have done for yourself and just to give you some sign uh doing a search in in the email inbox uh 26 people in the last week have thanked you specifically for talking about pure o because it has helped them in some way if you think if you line up all those people uh and that's just one week yeah those are people that because of something you did that was we difficult. couldn't even be in a bubble absolutely together. not There's too many people even for a bubble we couldn't have, you know if we were fat we couldn't have had christmas together for instance and so. yeah that's a lot of people. and that's those are people who have been have benefited from something that was maybe difficult for you to do and i think you should feel very proud of that yeah thank you man that that's the other thing actually for anybody listening is there is a visceral power in numbers where like from leaving the interview with john and ellis and feeling wiped out and and so nervous i'm thinking oh why did you say all of that now that's going to exist now mm. Um, I'm feeling embarrassed about it. I was going to say a similar thing of the amount of messages I receive 
it's like oh, I, I even had a woman in Hartford say to me um, earlier this year, uh, I've got Puro too. Mm-hmm. So nonchalant and just kind of gave me a smile as if to say like, fucked up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, like that kind of like, but it, there was like a real like, oh, I've known this woman many years, my whole life actually. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a family friend. And you go like, oh shit. And all it took was talking about it um, yeah. to now open up this world of like, there's so many people experiencing it and and again goes back to something i've spoken about before but the like the do you don't you do you don't you kind of conversation around labeling things Mm -hmm. i understand the argument for not doing so but there's no doubt that for me having a name for this thing has helped hugely so yeah hold tight you're gonna get a a a big fuck here from me george i I want you to hold that fuck here close to your heart i hope it warms you in this cold ramshackle honestly i'm shivering (laughs) because i haven't lit the fire yet and it's like oh man for people listening we're recording it's now about 11 o'clock in the morning and i'm looking out the window at at some frost um it's i would say you're probably the opposite of snuggly right now whatever that is um yeah i mean the amount of oh another cute thing ollie this christmas and this year I've been enjoying films. Okay. Like one after the other. One after the other. Hit me, what have you been watching? A um, lot of Ghibli. Uh, awful lot of mm-hmm. Ghibli. Uh, watching that oh, on Christmas Day, man. So my mum was laid out on one sofa. I was laid out on another. And um, we, we put the Nativity on, which is my favourite Christmas film. And I kind of just, when I watch it, I kind of just cry throughout, but not like streams of tears, just very Wait. wet eyes. And they're just ha- it's happiness. Wait. What the fuck is the... You mean the story of Jesus Christ is your favourite film? No, 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 no. It's a film with Martin Freeman and they're like it's a primary school that put on a nativity. But I'm convinced that like it relies heavily on kids, but only half of them are actual actor kids. You really get the impression the rest of them are from a school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very... There's Sounds a lot good. of innocent joy in it. It's wicked, man. I Sounds love good. it. Um, and then we put Harry Potter yeah. on. Um, and it was so funny. We're about ten minutes in, and I, I don't know why, but I put the Half Blood Prince on, um, just, just, and it's not the. No, it's quite thing. a quite like, a bleak one. Yeah, and about ten minutes in, Mum went, "Oh, George, this stuff used to terrify you as a kid." <laughs> and I said, "I said, Mum, not a month ago I was yeah, telling all you, still this is a two-player sport for me, my friend. <laughs> I, I was I like, I you wouldn't here. watch this if you weren't yeah. here." And then she left on Boxing Day, and that evening I thought, no, fuck it. You can do this. Stick it on. Uh, Yeah, man, confront it. And I realised while I was watching it, I was like, oh, Voldemort is like having OCD. Like, he exists because Harry exists. Like, there's that point where Harry's family that have passed away and his friends say, you need to be ready to die to defeat this Mm. thing. And he exists because of you. And then it, and he goes, okay, I think I'm ready for that. Um, well, uh, and then he doesn't die. Whoa! Because he, he just... Could... Spoilers! Oh, come on. Um, yeah, and I was like, I, I don't know. I was just like, ah. Oh, so you're getting... OCD's Voldemort, You're getting right? something new um, from, from Harry Potter in 2020. That's a beautiful thing as well. Yeah. Um, um, so then I watched two by myself. So that's a round okay. of applause for the listeners, please. Well, I watched... Um, there's a new Pixar film that came out on Christmas Day on st- streaming called Soul, 
I thought it was very, very good. And it had the usual sort of two thirds in. Let's just say I wanted, I needed to put about time on and have a quick cry. Um, oh, and have two screens, yeah. two screens, just <laughs> one with the new Pixar, one with about. And the time. main character is a musician who's never oh. really, uh, you know. Okay, see why maybe this uh, hit home. Never really reached full success or potential, um, and he kind of. Uh, <laughs> punishes himself for that and defines his life in if he's not been successful at this then what will he be successful at that is how he finds meaning and the film oh. has a, a message that says that you know there are other ways of doing that and it was very beautiful and i enjoyed watching it with my family oh i enjoyed watching it with my family george oh i, love I that. liked I... that yeah i'll tell you what man there was just a point where oh we were just racing through the prosecco but from quite an early time in the day so we were never that pissed we were just just warm and snuggly and beautiful thing made me fall in love with christmas for the first time in years that's wonderful to hear um Um, well george i think i think we should please are you pl- saying please to the oil? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just please. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Oil man. Oil man. Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. I just, I, ho- I just many films watched with puffer jackets on and um. Classic Christmas. Yeah. The one thing I I need in the house is hot water bottles. That's yeah. what I realised. You wouldn't last a fucking minute in the Middle Ages, mate. That's all I'm saying. This is proof if need, proof need, proof if proof need. Temperatures are dropping though, surely. Uh, Wouldn't have been this um, Excuse me, my friend. (laughs) Uh, You've got some Googling to do. (laughs) Let me introduce you to my friend Greta. She's pissed at you. Okay, sorry, sorry. I think uh, we should... Me and a little jerk. We should, we should beckon over our dear sweet messenger boy who's also been out shivering in the cold, gathering messages far and wide from our gorgeous public out there. Um, yes. And at first, emails of the new year, even though they came in before, before the new year, but you'll be hearing this in the new year. So that's exciting, isn't it? Oh, hold tight. Hold tight. Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email has just come in, my lord. Okay, so now we got this lovely email from uh, someone, and I'm really genuinely sorry about this. I have tried to find online how to pronounce their name, and I simply can't find it anywhere. And I feel very bad about it because it's such a nice email. I want to read it out. And I wish I could give you the basic respect of being able to say your name. In the email, they actually say, well, okay, let's get into it. Hello, Ollie and George. I'm a university student in Seoul, South Korea. I think it might be hard for you to pronounce my name. Just call me whatever you want. That'll be my middle name. Um, That makes me feel bad. I don't want to just give you a name. You've got a name. And it's just uh... so I'll spell it. It's B-Y-E-O-N-G-J-U. And now 
if you're listening, please get in touch and, and just let us know how to pronounce it. I would love to give you that just cop basic. Would it be? Don't try. I mean, maybe. Beyond you. Okay, beyond you. Could be. But but if we're wrong, please do let us know. And we're not going to give you a, like, you know, a new middle name. My man. Well, okay, for this email, we'll just call you our friend. Our friend. Um, I've always... Our dearest, our dearest friend. friend says, I've always hesitated to write an email to you because of my two years old English. Again, very, very good English, I should say. Sending this email is kind of my first resolution of 2021. So yeah, I've nailed it before 2021 even started. While listening to this podcast, I realized that I've always had depression. Because of the Rona, I spent more time... Ollie, Ollie, yeah. Ollie. I'm so sorry. I'm getting a phone call from a number I don't know. Do you mind if I hang up and accept it? Because it might be the audio. Okay. One second, okay. one second. Yes, I'm so That's sorry right. about that. Is, is it good news? It's 45 minutes hey, away. Hey, ding, ding, ding. Oh, 45 minutes away. I'm so sorry for interrupting that call. But that was, I just saw a number pop up on my it phone. Had to be like, done. Oh, I don't know this number. I had we to be need done. to get some like, oil, oil for my friend. Um, <laughs> my friend who lives okay, cool. in the country. Okay, so our dearest friend from South Korea says, I've always hesitated to write an email to you because of my two years oldish English but sending this email is kind of my first resolution of 2021 so yeah I've nailed it before 2021 even started while listening to this podcast I realized that I've always had depression because of the Rona I spent more time alone at home and I found that I comforted myself by continually saying that my mental state is just fine but here in Korea Mental health problems seem to be getting more attention little by little. I think it's still the mainstream to think that it's something to hide. So it's not easy to admit that I have a problem and tell people around me that I have some issues. But after listening to the podcast, it's got way easier to do it. Just admitting it made me feel much more at ease. Like saying, I have this flaw, but it's a part of me. Besides, I don't know why, but for me, flaws make us more lovable somehow. I recommend this podcast to my friends, whether they have a problem or not. I think you guys give support to those who have mental health problems and also support to those who have a friend who have problems. So please don't stop making this. I used to hate Mondays so much, but now I wait for Mondays every single week. This is a big freaking deal. And plus, I always listen to the podcast on the way back home around 10-ish, which is quiet and calm perfect for people to sleep. I try not to laugh, but I can't help it. You know how it makes you laugh more when you know you shouldn't laugh. I pretend that I'm on the phone to a friend, literally. It's awkward, but hilarious. You guys are like my antidepressants. It sounds corny, haha, but seriously, listening to this helps me study English. So basically, you are my Skillshare and antidepressants at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you that. to know that there's someone out there who feels better thanks to you, even on the other side of the globe. I hope this can make you happy too. I really appreciate your work once again. Hope you two have snuggly awesome holidays. Happy New Year. Oh, our dearest friend. That is such a our lovely email. Our dearest friend. And I mean, oh, can I just say, and I hope I mean this in the most sincere way, that... You you really don't need to apologise for your English. Your English is excellent. And, I mean, you're making jokes in a second language that you've been only been learning for 
two years. That's far better than myself or George could do. Thank you so much for letting yes. us know. Well, yeah, for, for getting in touch because that was lovely to hear. And being compared to Skillshare is such a huge honour for me, George. I don't know about you. Oh, I urge oh, you to Oh, stop go. urging. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you very much for that email. And please do get in touch uh, with how to... Thank you, our dearest friend. Um, okay, so should we do one more? Because this has actually been quite a long episode, my dear friend. Oh. Um, actually, two more, two more. But So first, subject line, a tale of a different rat A. Uh, dear George and Ollie, Merry Christmas. I was introduced to your podcast by my very own rat A, who absolutely loves you guys. <laughs> I had always enjoyed George's music, but listening to the podcast and hearing you guys chatting away is so nice because I, and I'm sure all the other listeners would agree, get the feeling that I really know you guys. Rat A and I always listen to the podcast as soon as it comes out as we go to bed, whether we're together or separately. Rat A has struggled with anxiety and feeling low, and she says it's crazy how much she relates to Ollie. Your open and relaxed conversation on the subject has been so important to both of us. For Rat A, it gives her people outside of her life to relate with and makes her feel a whole lot less alone in the matter. As well as this, she always listens to podcasts before she sleeps so she doesn't have to listen to her internal chatter. So yours is perfect for this. And for me, it's been a great way of educating myself on anxiety, depression and mental health in general. It's always been important to me because I have had friends that struggle with their mental health. However, now more than ever, it's important to me because I want to support my beloved Ratte as much as I can. All the best, Harvey. <laughs> Um, so firstly, a very beautiful Aww. and touching email that consistently refers to his girlfriend as Rat A. <laughs> I mean, I'm on board. And we love I'm to see I'm on board. Um, he does at the end say that, uh, it, it, her name is Catherine. So Harvey and Catherine, thank you very much for listening. And it sounds like you're both looking out for each other. And it's wonderful to hear about all the other rat A's there are out there. Oh, um, that's my mate. I loved that. Thank you, Harvey, and hello, yeah. Catherine. Um, good night. Yeah, Catherine. good night. If you, oh yeah, sleep well. <laughs> good night. That's sleep fucking tight, weird. Catherine. <laughs> um, uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And just Love to it. finish off, quick update from Lila. Hello, George and Ollie. I want to say quickly, this is the best podcast, and I appreciate you reading my emails out. I hope you had a great Christmas from Lila. Now, I just want to say that this is the first time Lila has ever acknowledged that we have read her emails out. <laughs> so it's great to hear. It feels like Lila doing her sort of summing up at the end of the year, looking back and being like, you know what? It's been nice having being the third host. <laughs> Yeah, and also it's a real self-confidence and singing your own praises as the third host to say that you enjoy the yeah, podcast. Yeah, because... And maybe, you know, we should take a leaf out of that book and say... Yeah, oh, I, I enjoy it too, enjoy yeah. Too. Thank you, Lila. You've given us the confidence <laughs> we needed. Thank you to everyone who emailed in. Um, if you want to get in touch and please... See you in the office next week, Lila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, from... From tomorrow, actually, we go straight in and we just start planning for the episode. It's days and days of mapping out exactly what we're going to do. It's much like organising Glastonbury. Similar, yeah, real, harder, you know. but similar. Um, I always say... The prep normally is, um, I ring Ollie five minutes, ten minutes before I should. <laughs> then I ring him at the allotted time and he picks up and I say, can you hear me? And he says, why are your headphones Yeah, why have clapped? you still got broken say, headphones? 
Should we do a test? Should we do a test then? Um, and I usually just have in my notes, like, okay, 33 minutes in, mention liquid ass. And that's it. <laughs> so I'm a bit late on that one this episode, actually. But... Yes, if you want to get in touch, George, how on earth would they do that? Ladies and gentlemen, it's a new year. It's 2021. Who knows what it has in store for us? But I hope the one thing that we can rely on is emails from you, <laughs> the gorgeous public, the beloved listeners. Please I urge you. contact app. I urge you, if you do anything this year, it's email the show. Uh, contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. Please listen to George's urgent urges. And also follow us on Instagram at phone a friend pod and tell your pals about the pod. Give us a review, all of that stuff. We hope you've had a good start to the year. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. No promises, no predictions. Just taking it as it comes. Take it easy. I hopefully I can have a hot bath by the end of today. I mean that. I'm I'm wishing that for you, snuggly vibes. My house in Budapest. Okay, okay. (laughs) We don't need the fucking Pavarotti remix. (laughs) Oh, I don't know where that came from. Well, I mean, knowing your your round of bad luck, I reckon there's going to be a snowstorm any minute, and the truck carrying your oil. Through the country roads is going to get battered. But I hope it doesn't. Here we (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Goodbye, my friend. Speak to you next week. Goodbye, my friend. Thank you for your Sugar ding, ding, ding. My house in Budapest. Why? (laughs) I don't know where that came from.